You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. What's up, Bowlers? Welcome to episode six of the Derek's Bowl podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we have everybody's favorite lovable loser, Jake Smith. I'm giving you credit today first. And we also have the man with the stash, Eric Barsh. It's Wednesday, September 7th, uh, the time of this recording. A lot has happened since then. We've had, you know, Damian Pierce is now... According to Twitter, the number one overall running back is what I'm reading. The Cowboys signed the 40-year-old virgin to s- somewhat secure their offensive line and all their issues. Oh, and we had our draft. You guys have fun doing the draft? Yeah. Just the best. The best? Just the best. <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to dive into the results of the draft. Uh, we're going to rank our top teams in each division and potentially even throw out a couple of the bad teams in each division. And then at the end, we have our first top 10 power rankings heading into week one. But first, let's say hi to the boys. Guys, it's been a while since we've spoke. We're a little late on our podcast compared to to recent. How are you guys? What's new? What's up? Are you guys ready? I'm all ready for the season. We just had our uh, our home league draft actually just the the other day on Monday. Yeah, Monday afternoon. So I got all my teams drafted. We'll see how they do now. Yeah, I, I was in that draft also, and then I had um, a draft at eight last night, and then a draft at eight thirty last night. So I had two drafts at the same time. Um, so yeah, a lot of Should be really a lot of fantasy team. football. Do you guys? in your drafts, usually try to draft the same. If you're drafting, let's say you're, you're drafting around the three, four spot in each one. Do you try to make your team similar or do you go, no. Hey, spread it out. I, I mean, they, there's some similarities in all my drafts with like certain guys that fall at certain places, but I do try to mix it up. Like I don't want the same guy in every single draft that, and then he gets hurt or sucks and then I'm busted the rest of the season in all my drafts. Right. Yeah, we were, we literally just talked about this the other day, and it's basically for that one reason is you have some sleeper that you think is going to be a stud, and you get them, and you you're basically going to reach on them. Well, if that sleeper doesn't pan out, now what? Now what's every team that you have them on is going to be worthless. So, or it could be the opposite. Every be. team that you have is just going to rocket, and you're going to win every league. Yeah. I just like, I like to spread my, spread my money around a little bit. Right. Don't go all hey, on one guy. Jake. So, uh, after the draft, I heard you were getting a little harassed about your team. <laughs> you want to, you want to talk about that? This is your moment. This is your stage. To I mean, step it's, up and rebuttal. It's, it's the same as with, with every celebrity. Um, you're going to get hate. You're going to get hate and it's going to be out there. And it's, it's how you react to the hate that really is really what tell it is telling of what kind of person you are. But and, how did you, you know, react? Let's, how did you react? Cause I'm pretty sure you were pissed about it. 
I mean, it's okay to be pissed on the inside, but everyone <laughs> has their opinions. That's fine. I just like I just want to let the let the cards play themselves. All the cards are out there now. Let them play themselves. We'll see how it ends up in the season. It's all right. He was I will getting admit, pretty salty. Oh, he was getting salty. Before well, the draft, they were like saying pick, stuff to you. And you then pick afterwards. These, you pick these these bullshit um, sites with these algorithms that just base it off of projected points. Obviously, it's going to go off of projected points. Projected points don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> they don't mean a damn thing. Uh, Eric, how for, many times? For, for example, if you take Mike Evans over Michael Pittman, I have more value for Pittman than I do Evans. I think Pittman's a better ball player, and I think he's going to do better this year. But if you go off your computer algorithm, oh, well, Evans has projected more points, so therefore you project, you pick the right player. I'd say he's still uh, salty. How, <laughs> Eric, how many times did we hear, well, what do I know? I'm just a clown. I'm Jake the Clown. It was they, at least they called him Jake the Clown, and so you... I can't vent to you guys now. So it's no. got to get I hey, get Jake, a clown I, blast Jake, and everything now. Jake, I have a confession to make. I told them to get you all riled up. I told them to just take shots at you nonstop. Eric knew it too, and we were just laughing the whole time. Well, obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so. We have a very special guest joining us today. This guy is a key player to making the Megable happen. He's the creator of the website and the spreadsheets. I've talked about him many times. This dude is a genius. Please welcome Patrick Donovan. Dude, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's good to finally meet you. I've known you through email and text message, but now I have a face to you. It's, it's kind of nice, man. And you can see my basement too. So. And I can see your basement. Hey, I'm sitting in my closet. I would That's rather quite the sit. man cave over there. <laughs> yeah. I got the bluey drawing or the, uh, I guess that's a uh, bandit, not bluey, but compliments to my daughter. So. <laughs> hey, so tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. So I'm Patrick. Um, I live in Wanakee with my wife and my two kids, a son and a daughter. Um, I'm a data scientist. Um, I work with, well, I, I've met Derek sort of through a friend, a mutual friend who I work with. Um, I've been in the Mega Bowl for, this is my third year. Um, I've been doing fantasy for about a decade. Um, I just had my home league draft last night as well. Um, that's like a kind of a 10 team, two quarterback auction leagues so is a lot different than other leagues. Um, I started a dynasty startup this year. It's the first time I've done dynasty and you guys are big into that. Um, and then this year I got a little into best ball as well. Some of like the kind of the higher stakes tournaments there. Um, so looking forward to football actually starting soon. I'm just going to warn you now that you've started dynasty and I told these two that this last year, it's never going to be the same. Fantasy football I, I, be the same. I'm redraft sucks. That, so. Yeah. I, I, I love doing redraft just to have that fresh start, but I, nothing compares to dynasty so, to me. So uh, maybe you guys, you guys have been a little more experienced with dynasty than I have, but I feel like being in dynasty now when i get in my redrafts i overvalue rookies so much now yep. i ended up picking them and it's like that was so stupid yep i do the same thing yep you reach on them and people most unless you play dynasty you're probably thinking of some of these guys who the hell is this guy <laughs> you know like 
I had a, I had a draft a couple of weeks ago and I got Damian Pierce in like the 10th or 11th round and people, unless you're paying attention, you know, Marlon Mack was still on the team. He wasn't, Damian Pierce wasn't listed as a starter. And now you can't, you get him in the fifth or sixth. What, so, what leagues are you playing in that you're getting him hey, in the 10th? Can't tell you, man. That's actually a yeah. league with Tyler. He used to get friend. drafted. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It's yeah. a, one that Tyler's in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> hey, so Patrick, why do you enjoy playing in the Mega Bowl? Uh, I like it. It's it's just kind of well, like I said, it's it's different than all the other leagues I do. Um, I think this year, especially the format's pretty fun with like the, um, well, with the five flex or sorry, the the three flex, uh, two wide receivers, um, five wide receivers. If you're looking at my team. Um, and I think, I think the crossover too, of like playing teams that like have the same players as you kind of like the tournament style, like later on is just kind of a fun format. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of a fun league. Yeah. Awesome. Um, kind of segue into the tournament, the playoffs, you want to talk about your spreadsheets and the website, what can we expect? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's live now. Um, I can, pl- I mean, it's derricksmegable.com. The URL is working now. So right now it's just the draft results. Um, and then uh, I guess the podcasts are listed there as well. Just the Spotify links. Um, I was working on getting like the transaction list together. So there'll be like features added throughout the year as I'm kind of able to add them. Um, uh, but uh, by the time I would imagine by the time that people are listening to this tomorrow, that the, the transaction tracker will be up. So you can see like all the transactions from all the different leagues. So you can see, you know, if someone in your league wasted their waiver wire pick on, uh, or their waiver priority on uh, say Jones or something like that. Uh, no, not calling anyone specific out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then later on in the season, obviously like the playoffs, that was the reason that I kind of made it last year um, was cause you know, cause the flea flicker didn't support like cross league playoffs. Um, so it just was a way to, people to see the matchups um, like live as opposed to, you know, going to the different league pages and checking that out. So uh, it'll be a little more advanced this year, a little more like at more features and that sort of thing. But um, uh, TBD on what, what everything that'll be on there. Cause it's, you know, see what I have time to do, but yeah, no, uh, we definitely appreciate it. And I've got a lot of compliments, you know, people loved it last year, having the playoffs live that, you know, even if you weren't in the playoffs, you could still view everything. So people absolutely loved it. I love that you do it. I appreciate it. And I can't thank you enough. And then last thing I have for you, I want your bold prediction for this upcoming season. What do you got for you? So I'll give you two if that's okay. One of them's kind of fantasy at large and then the other one's specific to the mega bowl. Um, so this maybe won't be that bold uh, based on what I've heard you guys talk about in the podcast. But um, so I think this year is the year of the wide receiver too. Um, so I actually have a bet with one of my friends going. So I think that if you look at like kind of five of the higher powered offenses, so um, Bengals, Bills, <clears throat> Dolphins, Eagles, 49ers. So I think if you look at the five wide receiver twos on those teams, so T. Higgins, Gabe Davis, Waddle, Devonta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, I think that those five in aggregate will outscore their counterpart wide receiver ones. Ooh, zero five. Well, five in total. He's in total, in total. So not all five of them have to, but in total, uh, the five of them will outscore the, the other in I'm, total. I'm, I mean, at this point, there's been enough people, you know, following me on this. And I think it's basically fact that T Higgins is going to score more points than Chase. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all on board with that. Yeah. Patrick, do you have a favorite out of those five guys? Uh, 
Like, who would be your ride or die out of those five? Oof. Probably Gabe Davis because I have him everywhere. Same here. But, I, like um, it. I like it. Yeah. So I, I Diggs is like I think Diggs is the the biggest candidate for uh, a down year of those five guys. Sure. I think I mean the the thing I, I like Higgins too, but I think Jamar Chase is super good. So I think that that's a tough one. But um, nah, he sucks. Yeah. Don't no. <laughs> that's a good. All call. right. Yeah. And then, uh, so sorry. Then, and then my other bowl prediction, which is specific to the mega bowl. So last year, I think in the playoffs, there was like, so we had eight divisions last year. Is that right, Derek? Right. Yep. So I think there was six people that had Cooper cup. And after that, he so he was the most popular player that made the playoffs. So my bowl prediction for this year is that I think there will be eight teams in the playoffs that have Kyle Pitts. But I only think that, uh, two of them will win their first matchup. Ooh. I love that. That is a bold prediction right there. Well, you have Kyle Pitts. I'm looking at your draft board right now, so I like the confidence in yourself. <laughs> I, right there. I, I mean, I'm only going to hype up my guys. So, yeah, no, I love that. I don't have Kyle Pitts, so I won't be jumping on that bandwagon and rooting for that. But very well could happen. I don't have any shares of Kyle Pitts, and I really wish I did. I don't have him at all. And not that I don't like him, it just I wasn't taking him in the third round. I don't even want to tell you where I took him. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> took him way early. And it was probably I, was, I think I was early. It was Patrick. Him, two, five. What division are you in? I'm in the LFO division. I took him two five. Someone got him at four nine though. That's it. That's insane. <laughs> I think you went after Zeke. So I think we should throw that division out probably. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is the Hillary Bartram. Yeah, this one's <laughs> good. Good. Good draft. We'll, we'll get good into draft. that. Yeah. Well, Patrick, I appreciate you coming on. Tell your wife, I know your mother's there, and your kids that I thank them for you spending time with us and away from them. Good luck to you in this upcoming season, and we'll be in touch, man. Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. Thanks for right, we'll everything you do, Patrick. You're welcome. Hey, I do want to give a shout out, and I, I know I just posted this on Twitter, but I think it's pretty cool. So my dad, he plays in this Mega Bowl. He's Brett Hubbard. Um, a lot of you probably know him. But uh, he just started his 38th year with a group of guys of an auction draft. That, to me, is pretty freaking cool because I think, I mean, if I'm doing the math right, that would be, what, 1984? That's before I was born. Yeah. So no wonder I'm addicted That's a to it. I just long time. Yeah. And doing drafts where an auction where can you imagine the players that you're drafting then? Because you hardly passed. It was just purely running backs. You only had one running back per team because nobody hardly ever had an RB2. And then the only way you get stats, ESPN is not really a big thing at this point. The only way you get stats is in the newspaper. Is that how they used to keep track of it? That's how they kept. I I, uh, I remember when, I don't know, it was late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, really before the internet, you would look in the paper. You know, ESPN would flash it briefly. You know, they'd do the highlights of the games and you'd be lucky to see your players I, there. I know a lot, of, a lot of the old boys used to just do touchdown only leagues. And that's why. Yeah. Uh, so. Keep track of Shout out to those guys. I think it's pretty cool. I, I really hope I am in a league that goes that long. Um, hey, Eric and I, we're, 
we're over a third of the way there. Are we? Oh, how long we've we been doing it for? I don't know, but I've always used. I used to use ten plus uh, years. When I started, we used Sandbox. That was yep. a big thing at that time, and I don't even know if they offer it anymore. But just think of how far it's come. So your dad, when they used to play, they used to have to go into the newspaper and jot down stats and points and everything. Matthew Barry's on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon now. Like that's how popular right. it's gotten and how much yep. it's grown. It's crazy. Yep. I, I think it's pretty cool. So shout out to you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. I doubt he's going to listen to it, but in case you do, shout out to you. It's pretty cool. So I mentioned earlier, we're going to break down the drafts. We're going to talk briefly about each division. We're going to highlight a few teams, whether they're good or they're bad. Um, it's nothing personal. Just know, I know when I went through this and I looked at the teams, I went into it blindly where I didn't know any of the names. I just looked at the draft board. I just picked the two teams that I liked the most or three teams that I liked the most, one team that I disliked, and then I looked at the names. So it was nothing I wasn't looking like. One thing I know I wanted to do was not pick either of you if I had your division and I didn't want you to pick us because I didn't want us to sound biased. No problem. My team's just a clown team anyways. It's going to finish last. So no, <laughs> that's easy. That's easy. And even if I didn't say your team, Dude, these, it's so hard. It's splitting hairs. You know, there are some teams that stood out more than others. You know, you know, like Patrick said, Kyle Pitts fell to the 4-9. If that's, if that's the case, your team is probably pretty damn good. But for the most part, even if you're the worst team, it, dude, you can easily win. This is all just opinions. No, I'm going to rebuttal that. Um, I think if if you're not on the li- this list, you should take it personally. And... We- <laughs> Derek needs to hear it. I think you should let him know. I think you need to take it personally, chip on your shoulder. Let Derek know why your team needs to make it. So the reason he is bringing this up is because I sent an email of all the power rankings from fantasy pros. And after that email, I have never had so much feedback the way I did. And it was pissed off feedback. People are pissed that their team was, not rated higher or why is this team rated higher blah 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 it's easy i I can tell you guys right now derek picked the site that ranked his team the highest that is why rated site that does this and uh yeah i mean like i was even ranked third but then when i go into projected rank or projected standings i'm first and i'm like this really doesn't make any sense for the most part i don't like i i mean i i like my team but I probably wouldn't put my team at the top first. And then I look at other teams. I'm like, how the hell is this team at ranked first? So don't get butt hurt is what I'm saying. Don't listen to Jake. You don't have to comment. I mean, I do like hearing from you all. That just means you guys are reading or you're listening, but don't get butt hurt. All right, boys, you ready to start digging in, diving in? I'll go first. Yep. All right. So I ha- broke down four <clears throat> different divisions. Jake and Eric each broke down three Uh, We did not do our own division. Um, So I will start. I have O-Town as one of my divisions. So if you're in O-Town, this is for you guys. Uh, So the team I chose as the top dog, and that's the two teams. Unfortunately, Eric, you do fall in this. You were one of the top teams that I chose. I did like your start. So you had McCaffrey, Pittman, Fournette, Sutton, Hollywood, 
Chris Godwin and Rashad Bateman as your top dogs. I do not like that you have Kirk Cousins, but he's a solid fantasy quarterback. Part of the reason I liked your team is where you got Chris Godwin. I thought Chris Godwin was a steal. You got him in the sixth the sixth round, and this guy could easily be a top 10 wide receiver. And he's has the potential of playing in week one. So it could be a rough few weeks for him, but you know, Chris Godwin being your wide receiver four for where you drafted him. I think that's a hell of a flex spot right there. And the other team I chose was Riley cool. So he has chase Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Mike Williams. He did grab Dalton Schultz, Elijah Mitchell. And then he's got Drake London, Devante Smith. His quarterback is Matthew Stafford. I liked his wide receivers, but I also like where he got Dalton Schultz. I think he got Dalton Schultz in the fifth round. I think he's going to be a target hog. And to get a running back three and Elijah Mitchell in the sixth um, or the seventh, I, I really like that. So those are my two teams that I liked in this division. I do want to call it one team that I absolutely hated. Um, and I apologize because I do know this guy. He's a really good guy. But Parker, dad bod, God, Jack, Jack dude. I think you got the worst team in your division. You have a great three, Cooper Cup, Javante Williams, and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I even went Patrick Mahomes in the third, but I hate Josh Jacobs in the fourth. Jerry Judy, I mean, I'm on Team Judy, even though I drafted Sutton. I do not like Thielen. And then your RB3, who's going to be one of your flex spots, is Cordell Patterson or Chris Olave. I see Olave's ranked. He's the fifth on the depth chart. I know that's just a depth chart. He'll get in, but... And then you got Aaron Rodgers, who I just hate, period. So, well, you already have Mahomes. So, I'm not think, sure why you would take that personally at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, I mean, me saying you hate this, you could easily win this if Cooper Cup does what he did last year and Javante Williams turns. I love Javante Williams. So, I just don't like the Jacobs stealing. So, that's my top dogs for the O Town. Eric, you got a division you want to talk about? <sighs> Well, I have, as one of my divisions, One Direction, part of the AFC. So the two teams that I took were Chris Oberender, um, and the other second team was Colton Skaggs, as much as it hates me and burns me to say that. But Chris started with Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley um, as a running back, running back combo. That's probably about as good as you're going to start. Then he has Chase Edmonds as his RB3 and Kenneth Gainwell and Darrell Henderson. So just good depth there. Then he has Kyle Pitts, which, as you just heard from our guest, that he thinks Kyle Pitts is going to break out and he could be a stud this year. And Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Got Cortland Sutton and Mike Williams in the fourth, fifth round with Darnell Mooney. And then Michael Gallup, if he can. At least, it sounds like he might play this week, but at worst... He's, he's out this week. He he's is out. out sure. but, yep. Okay. I still think he'll probably be back. I mean, he's not. he, he wasn't put on the pup, so he'll probably be playing by week... Maybe even next week, I guess. I got him in a few leagues. This could get some good value out of him. Like, I've got him way later than that, even. Yeah. I mean, that's at the, what, one, two, four, six, eight, the ninth round there, so... I mean, he could potentially be a wide receiver, too, really, for a team. So, I just thought, yeah, I thought he has some good depth there, basically. Um, And then the other team, Colton, 
So he has three pretty solid running backs with uh, Delvin Cook and Elvin Kamara being his first two. And then J.K. Dobbins. It sounds like there's some optimism that he does play week one now. Now, I doubt he gets a full workload, but that's a high rushing volume team. And he's going to get all the high volume touches probably down at the goal line. So, um, and then he's got James Robinson, who sounds like he's going to be playing week one too. And that's his RB4. Got Mark Andrews in the third round, which I thought is kind of a steal. I thought about taking him in the second in my draft. Um, and then Terry McLaurin, Amonra St. Brown, Elijah Moore is his wide receiver three, Drake London. as his, Basically, he took a shot at a lot of rookies. He went Drake London and Traylon Burks. If one, even just one of those two hit as a wide receiver four, and then Trey Lance at uh, his quarterback. So if Trey Lance doesn't pan out, and Jimmy G does take over, which as a Niner fan, I hope never happens. But if that does happen, he does not have a uh, QB2, so he'll have to figure that out probably later. But he's got some good depth there, too, with Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Williams and Rondale Moore, John Dotson. But I have a, a lot of quarterbacks taken in that draft. What's that? There's a lot of quarterbacks taken in that draft. If you don't hit on one and you don't have a backup, you might be in trouble. Yeah. And, you know, in one of our podcasts, a couple, couple of podcasts ago, we talked about taking uh, Trey Lance or Justin Fields or even Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson. I, I'm a big believer, and if you're going to take a rushing quarterback like that, make sure you back him up with at least with your last pick or something, just with some some kind of a, a pocket passer or something that's going to give you a backup there. So, but – I had a couple honorable mentions in there with Aaron Kaiser and Kyle Hopman. I re- I liked their draft too, but like Aaron Kaiser, he's really, really, really strong at wide receiver, but his running back depth, I mean, he's got ETN and Cam Akers at the top. After that, he's only got Tyler Algier and Zamir White. So that kind of took him out of the running, just not having any depth there. And then, uh, Let's see, Kyle Hotman's raging putt. So he has really good running backs, but not a whole lot of wide receiver depth. And I'm not a I'm not a TJ Hawkinson fan, and that's his tight end. So should kind of be hurting there, I think. But yeah, I agree. Looking at the draft board, Chris Oberender, the guy that you said first, the fact that he got Saquon Barkley at the two twelve, yeah, is a freaking steal. Yeah, I would. Have, I was. I was begging for that because I had number one pick in my draft, but I, I, there was, was like the second or third pick in the second round in my draft. There was not a lot left by the time it got to, back to me yeah. at the one twenty-four. Yeah. All right, Jake. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna start with the uh, boys to men division. Um, uh, my number one here is uh, my old neighbor. I think it's probably the same guy, uh, Andy Richard. It is. We used to live on Braylon Lane together back in the day. Uh, I I really liked. He went with Christian McCaffrey, which, I mean, he's he's a boomer bust guy. If he plays, he's a star. Came back around to him, and he picked up Javante Williams. Um, A lot of drafts, like my draft, he didn't get that far. He started right away with two solid running backs. Followed up Kyle Pitts, Pitts in the third. I'm not big on that, but hey, he got his he he got his tight end right away, and it didn't really matter because after that he really followed up with really solid wide receiver depth with Cortland Sutton, um, Deontay Johnson. I'm not 
real big on, but hey, uh, fourth round, he's he's decent. Fifth Michael round. Thomas, fifth round, fifth, which is crazy. Fifth round, yep, sorry, fifth round. <laughs> Michael Thomas is a boomer bust guy. I like Darnell Mooney, especially this late. He's the number one receiver in Chicago. They're gonna throw the ball a lot. He's gonna get targets. Like what, whatever you want to say about the Bears' offense. Darnell Mooney's still going to get his five targets a game at least. It's just going to happen as long as he's healthy. Um, Elijah Moore, not big on him. Way late, just to he could turn out. And then he's got Michael Gallup way late too, which I I like Michael Gallup this year. He's not going to play right away. Um, Nico Collins to possibly supplement uh, Elijah Moore's inefficiencies. I, the the quarterbacks I I don't I, I wasn't big on taking a quarterback earlier this year when you could get Dak Rogers um, Tom Brady Stafford Burrow you know this late in the draft eight nine ninth round you can get one of these quarterbacks there there isn't that much productivity between them and the next ones up he's got Aaron Rodgers he was the MVP last year he got him in the ninth round nothing wrong with that I know I'm not not real big on them. I think there's going to be some, some, uh, uh, regression, but he's still an elite quarterback and you're getting him in the ninth round. That's great. Uh, the next person I picked here, I don't know who is, I was going to not pick you cause you didn't put your name in there, but <laughs> big Boro Brown brand or whatever, stupid ass name. I wasn't going to pick you cause of that. Nolan Bob. Uh, <laughs> Who is it? Nolan Bauer. So actually, fun fact, his wife, I did a uh, March Madness poll or a league for the Mega Bowl, and his wife won it. So he's playing on the house this year. Well, All don't right. get his wife in the league. Uh, he he right. said his wife sounds didn't like, want to play. Sounds like, looks like his wife drafted for him. Because uh, <laughs> it was good. Um, he, he, he went with Najee Harris in the first uh, one of my drafts I did too. I like Najee Harris. I liked him since college. I think he's a really good ball player. You can say that his situation is good. You can say that he's not going to get as many touches. I think he's a baller. I think he's really, really good. He might have a bad foot. <sighs> he can. He only needs one foot. He's that good. <laughs> Came back around to him. You got Saquon Barkley. I like Saquon this year. You're getting him in the second round. He's a first round. He could have first round value. Uh, so he went running back, running back right away. Michael Pittman. I like Michael Pittman. I like DJ Moore. I like Brandon Cooks. I like Juju. And Christian Kirk, he, he's supposed to be number one. So that's that's good value there in the seventh round. Tom Brady in the eighth. So that just like those people drafting – Josh Allen and Patrick Holmes in the third round, you have Tom Brady in the eighth. Um, you wouldn't have to wait, waste those picks, those quarterback picks that early. Uh, Robert Woods in the ninth. Uh, Robert Woods, if in a different situation, if he was in a different situation, be going a lot higher right than that. Uh, based off his abilities, I think he's a good, I think he's a good wide receiver. Uh, but he went real he went real running back heavy later on here to try to hit on some guys, Daryl Henderson, Michael Carter. He did end up getting Hunter Henry as his tight end. It's fine. Um, 
Jamal Williams, he's going to be great. I mean, he's already going to get probably 30% of the touches anyways. And then if Swift gets hurt, which he probably will, that's the guy in uh, Detroit. Um, Not a big Mozart, but you're looking at the 14th round. And then that guy from Kansas City, Chicho or whatever. I don't really care for him, but whatever. And he went defense last round. That's solid. Don't ever, don't be selling out. Who are these guys getting, getting the bills in the ninth round? Look at all the guys you could have had after that. Stupid. <laughs> awesome. I love it. All right. I'm going to go. We'll do your division, Jake. Let's talk about the Backstreet Boys division. So I have three teams that I find pretty darn close. The two Tylers in the division, Tyler Leeser, Tyler Ames, they actually picked back-to-back. Um, God, I just tried not to pick people I know, and it just so happened it fell this way. But uh, they picked three and four. Leeser picked three. He got McCaffrey at the third spot. Cooper Cup went at two. So I was a little surprised by that. Um, I thought that was a heck of a value. Uh, McCaffrey, Hill, uh, Zeke, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Antonio Gibson. I mean, Gibson right now with Brian Robinson being out. That's kind of a steal right there. He's going to get a lot of the work. So, and Dalton Schultz falling as far as he did in the seventh round. And then he got Aaron Rodgers, you know, in the ninth round talking about quarterbacks that you can get absolutely or pretty late. I thought that was a good start. I think his flex spots are pretty darn good. Um, I don't really like his last four picks. Uh, DJ Chark, Russell Gage. I mean, now that... Julio is there. I think Russell Cage's value is way down. Isaiah McKenzie, you know, he's kind of a wild card. He's fast. There's been a lot of buzz around him. And then Randall Cobb. I I don't see any way that you could ever start Randall Cobb on your team. I think he's going to get touchdowns here and there. He's going to get passes from Rodgers just because he trusts him. But I don't see him having any fantasy value. And then Tyler Ames, he drafted the four spot. He got Eckler, Debo, Keenan Allen, Elijah Mitchell, Darren Waller. Gabe Davis, Devontae Smith, Kareem Hunt, and then he, I am a big Traylon Burks guy, so I, I put that up pretty high. Um, I kind of like to see, I like, I think he's kind of top heavy looking once again. We're all pretty top heavy, but you know, you got Matthew Stafford really late. I do not like Kenny Galladay on your team. Tyler freaking cut him. Kenny Galladay is worthless, but I do like the upside of guys like Alec Pierce and then Sammy Watkins. Looks like Sammy Watkins could be the potential wide receiver one for week one for the Packers, because it doesn't sound like Alan Lazard is looking too good. And then we don't know where Christian Watson is. Romeo Dobbs is still there, but he's still a rookie. It's going to be his first game. So I don't know. This this division was pretty close. Oh, and my third team, it is Jake. Like I said, I tried avoiding you guys, but Jake, you're right there, dude. You took the sure thing at the 101 with Jonathan Taylor. You, you know, you... Took who you preach, T. Higgins at the 212, and you got Pittman, which I absolutely love, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, Rashad Bateman, and then DeAndre Hopkins. Anybody that could see Andre Hopkins, I would say after around seven or later, I think that's a heck of a steal. If your team can just stay, you know, four and two through the first six weeks, and then you got a wide receiver one who would probably go in the second round coming back to your team, your team is just going to get that much boosted. And I really like that. Your wide receiver two is Kenny Walker, which, you know, we've kind of talked about off air. If he gets the starting job, if Penny goes down, that's going to be a heck of a wider or running back too. But 
your running back. So, so here's my here's my um, argument to that. Like like Tyler Ames. So you don't like Kenneth Walker. So do you put more value at Elijah Mitchell in the fourth round than if I had Kenneth Walker in the eighth? So you're saying that I should have took Elijah Mitchell in the fourth instead of Jerry Judy? Like, I think there's, I guess that's there's my point. Like, there, it, each one of your team, when you get down to this point, it's going to be, you can, you could say, oh, I could have drafted this guy or, or so. I mean, even he got Kareem Hunt down where you did. I'd probably take Kenneth Walker just because he has the potential of being the RB1 on the team, knowing Rashad. This is a mega bowl. Like, yeah, I'm not, you You know what you're going to get out of Kareem Hunt. You could get mega production out of Kenneth Walker. And right. So, like I said, you're splitting hairs Kenneth, right here. Kareem I mean, Hunt's not winning you the mega bowl. Like, right. I don't care what you say. He's not winning you the mega if bowl. If Nick Chubb gets hurt, he could. Maybe. Maybe. But your backup, I mean, you're, you're running backs behind Kenneth Walker. You know, you got Richad, the famous Richad White. Yeah, Richad. Yeah. Khalil hey, Herbert. I love Herbert. Gets hurt. Richad is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get down to this point, you know, after round 10 or so, you're playing, you're picking up backup running backs. Just... Well, I, I knew that my running back spot was weak. It wasn't a position I wanted to be in. I really thought that I would have. So with my 224 pick or 212 pick, I guess it'd be. Um, I really thought that either Saquon, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, or Leonard Fournette would be available to me, available at the 212 spot. Didn't work out. After that, I don't, I didn't like anyone really else at that three, you know, at that spot. So I, I just went wide receiver heavy and that, and then I got sniped on a few other guys too, but just how it works out sometimes. And you got Dak, you got Justin Fields, Knox, Robert Tunyon in the second to last round, which I absolutely love because I think he could be a, a steal. Um, so, no, I, I. What's so, because I'm just a lovable loser, I don't really follow any of this stuff. Um, so, what's the big deal with Tanyan? I mean, he's hurt and he's coming back from an injury, but do they have another tight end that's going to be catching passes in green Bay. Who's their backup? Tyler Davis. I think it is. He's had a lot of chatter around him, but I think the reason he keeps falling is because nobody's exactly sure if he's going to play week one, when he's actually going to play. So. And he's not, I, I, what's he that? had one good year with touchdowns. Right, ends but, are, I mean, it's a year where the, where the green Bay's a pass. They don't do it every year. The green Bay's a passing around. team and they don't have a lot of receivers and Aaron Rodgers likes Tanya. He's a, he's one of he Rogers. Likes he likes him for one year. I'm just saying he could be good, but, but to get him where he did, get him where he did, you know, getting him after guys, I'd take him over Hunter Henry. I'd probably take him over Noah Fant that went before him. I'd probably take him over Tyler Higby. I mean, Tyler Higby's really been hit or miss. I'd, I'd take the, Higby there. You, you're I'd, getting more targets, I think, from Higby. So, yeah, like I said, but, splitting errors, but. Eric, what's your next division? Um, the next division I'm going to do is the Jonah Brothers. So two teams that I got out of it were Trent Davis, which looking at it again, I'm not really sure why I picked him, but <laughs> he's one of the teams I picked. And then the other one is Tyler Darty. 
Um, so Trent Davis started out Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson. So he's got his two wide receivers and two running back. Then he went D- David Montgomery, and then he took Kenneth Walker later. So I think having four good running backs like that and a potential blow-up running back and Kenneth Walker late really gives him good running back depth. He got Tyreek Hill, Deontay Johnson, like I said, with his uh, second and fourth pick. And then he went Darnell Mooney. Uh, and then you got Tyler Boyd and Jahan Dotson. And then took a couple wild cards and Jalen Tolbert and Isaiah McKenzie late. Isaiah McKenzie could be a steal with his very last pick in the draft. Um, and then he got Dak Prescott in the sixth round. And then Pat Fryermuth. Now... I don't like taking a tight end any later than the Pat Fryermuth to Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. I think you're you're just basically rolling a dice and hopefully it hits boxcars for you there. So unless you're going to take a Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, or Travis Kelsey, I think you have to take a running or a tight end by that time. Um, and I think you guys can see that in our rankings here too, that every single team that we basically picked had a pretty dang good tight end. Um, but that was Trent Davis. So then Tyler Doherty started with Najee Harris and then he went Kyle Pitts in the second. So obviously he has a lot of faith in him as that, as that was the seventh pick in the second round. And then he has Travis Etienne as his RB two, Tony Pollard and Neam Hines as his other running backs. I think those are good pass catching running backs in a PPR league like this, like this mega bowl. And then, uh, he went after he went running back, tight end, running back. He went four straight wide receivers in Mike Williams, DK Metcalf, Rashad Bateman, and Elijah Moore. I'm actually a big believer in Elijah Moore, and I think it really helps having Joe Flacco, which I believe that they just said he'll be starting the first three, maybe even four weeks of the season. So I think that actually helps more there. DK as his wide receiver two makes me a little nervous because Geno Smith there, I'm not really sure what he can really make of DK, but if, if he just funnels DK the ball, then DK is good enough to make that worth it for sure. Then he's also got Russell Wilson as his quarterback. And then he took a couple of late round flyers and a Justin Fields who uh, Jake obviously thinks is going to be a top 10 quarterback. And if he is, then he'll have two probably top 12 quarterbacks. And then no, had, Russell Wilson will fall top twenty-four. Possibly, he's got a lot of weapons there, though. But then <laughs> he, uh, he's got fields. The only thing he did was he took two late defenses in the Steelers and the Cowboys. I'm not really sure the strategy behind that. I know he's planning on just streaming them, but I would uh, much rather take a shot on a. I don't even know an Isaiah McKenzie that you can get back there, or like a backup running back that like a Chubba Hubbard or something where if McCaffrey gets hurt, you get the, the RB one there in Carolina or something rather than take a second defense. That's just my strategy, I guess. But other than that, I like the build of his team and he's got some pretty good depth on it too. So Tyler, I'll stick up for you with those two defenses. I like it. That's stupid. Two deep. You, can, you can't even use both of them in a week. I already dropped. I, I drafted this. The Steelers with the very last pick in the draft I already dropped them. Picked some other defense. Just pick up a one that whatever team's playing Atlanta. That's true. Hey, Cordero Patterson's going to score four touchdowns every game. No, like that's my thing with Pitts is it's Mike Vick 
going to play quarterback this year, or did I? Did I? Mariota made Delaney. Well, I don't know if he made Delaney Walker, but when he had Delaney Walker in Tennessee, he was a top five tight end like four years straight. Mariota likes his tight ends, and Pitts had over a thousand yards receiving last year on. I, I would I would say arguably the worst team in the league, but Jacksonville probably had that cover. I mean, Pitts really couldn't get open last year. Did you watch Pitts play or no? Yeah, I watched. I watched every I watched every, every Atlanta game. Yeah, duh. duh, I watched every I watched every Atlanta game. <laughs> All right, Jake, what do you got? Uh next one, LFO. Uh my first pick out of this one is Hill Barch. Hill Barch. She took um, Justin AKA Jefferson. Eric's. Yeah, Eric's half. No. I, I mean, I think Hillary's team's better than Eric. She helps me draft, time. so. I believe it. I, I mean, I think she should have probably helped you a little bit more. Uh, she took my guy, um, Justin Jefferson. I really thought about taking him instead of Jonathan Taylor and then stacking the back end with – with running backs is a good thing I didn't because my draft didn't work out that way where a lot of running backs went right away. Um, but she went with Justin Jefferson. Then she got Tyreek Hill. She still passed on a running back. It worked out for her because Leonard Fournette, she got Leonard Fournette in the third round. Leonard Fournette went in the early second round for me. Um, then she went and got Mike Williams, who I like. And in the fifth round, Deontay Johnson. So she's already has a pretty good establishment of wide receivers and a pretty solid running back. Um, she took Dalton Schultz. I'm not big on Dalton Schultz, but I, I, whatever, that's fine. Um, then she went and got DeAndre Hopkins in the seventh round, who's going to have a ton of value once he's back from his suspension. Um, after that, she went and addressed her, her, uh, uh, running back issue here and went with Rashad Penny and then my guy James Cook that's just gonna win a league right there uh Matthew Stafford 10th round nothing wrong with that after that it gets a little spotty uh Scantling could be decent um Nico Collins I like Nico Collins and she went with a defense in the last round that's the right way to go like your team. So it's a playoff team for sure. Put it in the books. Next team. Tyler Carl. He drafted it. Uh, he's the first. Season two champ. First pick. Yep. Uh, he's a season two uh, champion. Uh, he went with Jonathan Taylor. No surprises there. Javante Williams fell to him in uh, the 212 spot. Jealous. He went what what I was planning on doing, and then went Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen. I I didn't take Keenan Allen. Maybe I should have. I like Keenan Allen. He's he's steady as they come. Huh? Old reliable. Old reliable. Exactly. Couldn't say it better myself. Braden Cooks. I like Braden Cooks. Here's where it got. Here's why I picked Hillary's team over his team. He took DK um, in the fifth round. I just I think there's other better options than DK that he could have went with. Um, he he took another running back at the sixth round with Chase Edmonds. 
I don't mind Chase Edmonds. I, I wasn't big on him uh, when we did this, and then I kind of, you know, the other drafts, I kind of talked myself into liking him. Uh, then he went with Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk, Robert Woods. Three solid picks at the seven, eight, nine spot. Um, David Joku, I like him this year. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a lot better than where he's getting drafted. And then Derek Carr. I, I'm not big on Derek Carr for single quarterback this year, but he got him in eleventh round. And after that, it gets kind of spotty with DJ Chark, Isaiah Spiller, Denver Broncos on the 14th. I think there's better options than he could have drafted instead of taking a defense right here. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, I don't even know what that is. And Hayden Hurst with the with the last pick. So there you go. I, I do want to say this about Hillary's team. Imagine this week seven. You're going against this lineup. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams, and then Deontay Johnson is your fifth wide receiver. That that is absolutely scary. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, her RB two is not going to be the greatest unless I mean, if Penny, it's the same with Walker. One of those two, I think, is going to take over the job. <laughs> if Penny can stay healthy, great. Or if James Cook can turn into what we think he can be, great. What happened? Damn. To Josh in a PPR in a PPR league. Mike Williams was the wide receiver one through eight weeks last year. And then he got a little banged up and then things just went downhill. Yeah. He's That's... on my team, but no, everyone hates my team, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so Hillary, good job. We we should definitely have you on this podcast. Yeah. She's you. a, she's a playoff team. That's oh, uh, for lock. sure. It's a lock. All right. So I'm going to go a little bit quicker. Let's try to speed this up a little bit. So I got new kids on the block. Uh, the two teams I chose were Devin Calvert and run CMC. Um, I don't remember who run CMC is. So if you're listening, change your freaking name to your actual name. Anybody listening, if your name is not your first and last name, change it now. It just makes things so much easier. But Devin Calvert, somebody we've had on this podcast before. Um, Delvin Cook, who I absolutely love. Fournette, Higgins, Sutton, Allen Robinson, St. Brown. St. Brown's a guy that I absolutely love. And the fact that you can get him in the sixth round, I really like that value. Oh. Um, he's got decent backups. Uh, Melvin Gordon, who's going to get probably 40% of the carries. Alexander, Alexander Madison as a handcuff to Delvin Cook. He got Russell Wilson. You know, he had some big plays at the end, you know, grabbing Julio Jones, who they're saying could do well. And now that he finally switches number from 85 to a single digit number of nine, I think he's just going to be that much better. So I like Devin Calvert's team and then run CMC. He's got Christian McCaffrey. You better with that kind of name. McCaffrey, Javante Williams. This is at the two spot. Mike Evans, Montgomery, Deontay Johnson. He grabbed Brady, Adam Thielen. He's got Damian Harris at what? The water the ninth spot. So that's your running back four. who he's not going to get much in the passing work, but the guy's a touchdown machine. And if he continues doing what he did previously, love it. You got Robert Tunyon at the end, you know, he grabbed a good backup and Deontay Foreman in case Christian McCaffrey does get hurt. So those are the two teams I liked in this division. There are some other teams that I did like, like the RFL red zone. So if you're listening, I did like your team. Poor Mark Shafari, you were the worst team in this one, but you also did message me saying you auto-draft. So I don't really feel bad for you that you forgot about the draft. So Mark, if you're listening, 
do better. Ooh, that is Eric. a bad one. Yeah, I feel bad for him. He he's He'll not probably happy win. with his team, but yeah, if you watch us. That that is one thing I don't want it to happen is a auto drafter winning. So no. All right. Eric, give us your right. third final team. Ninety-eight degrees. So the two teams I got out of this are fantastic too. So Nick Burnt, please change your name. And bring out the gump, Chris Marish. Also, please change your name. You probably both should not have been picked here, but so fantastic too. Um, this is the actually the the team that I chose latest in the draft with the latest pick as the top team. But they got Delvin Cook late, who I think could be a top three running back this year if everything breaks right. He's one of the later running backs I think you can get. And then uh, David Montgomery as his RB two with Neam Hines and Isaiah Spiller um, as his RB three and four. Not great running back depth, but. I think he makes up for it with uh, Jalen Hurts at quarterback. He's got a good top five tight end, I think, this year in Dallas Goddard. And then he also went CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddell, Keenan Allen in the fourth round, which I think is a steal. And then Hunter Renfro and Robert Woods. So I think that's a – he's a little bit weak uh, with his RB3 and later, but if uh, David Montgomery and Delvin Cook can stay healthy and – play to their potential. He has two potential top 10 running backs with that. Got a weak then, flex. What's that? He's got a weak flex. Hunter Renfro. Wait, which one were you talking about? Fantastic two. Oh, that was looking at a different one. The next one. Okay. I want on the next one. All right. And then bring out the gump would be the, the second team. And he, uh, he had the number one pick of the draft. He went Christian McCaffrey. And then got Brees Hall in the fourth, Damian Pierce in the sixth, which I think is a little bit of a reach, but the hype's been going pretty high on him, so he had to take him there if he wanted him. And then he had Ramondre Stevenson and then an elite handcuff with Alexander Madison late. So I think he's pretty set at running back. Now they're pretty young running backs, but I think that those are probably some of the safer young running backs. He has Kyle Pitts at tight end, so a top tight end. And then he went A.J. Brown. Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, and then as his uh, wide receiver four, Sky Moore, who maybe not right away, but he could carve out a very large role for the Chiefs and be a very good uh, fantasy asset. And then also he has K.J. Osborne and Alec Pierce. So K.J. Osborne, I don't even know if he needs a, a injury to be fantasy relevant this year with the way that they're talking about that that offense. But then he also has Tom Brady at quarterback and then Justin Fields as a, in case Tom Brady retires in week four, then he's got Justin Fields to slot in there. So, but I like that team build too. You got a weak flex. Any team that you didn't like in this one? You guys really haven't brought out a team that you don't like. Uh, yeah, actually the oldest that. team ever drafted would be Gormstrom, which I believe is Taylor Gorman at the very last pick. He went Hopkins, Thielen, Diggs, Kelsey, uh, Miles Sanders, Tyler Lockett, Julio Jones. Um, I don't know. Matt Ryan, late, Marlon Mack. I don't know if you can get any older than that. So <laughs> Travis Kelsey, who is yeah. right there in age. Yeah. I mean. But Nice. Eric, what do you got? Your final division. Or, sorry, Jake. I just went. Oh, me? My bad. Oh, Jake, my yeah. turn? All right. Uh, last division, I went in sync. Um, 
I really didn't want to, uh, but this division is really, really, it's not very good. Um, I, I had to go with Derek for the first pick here. He went Jonathan Taylor um, after someone took Chris McCaffrey, number one overall. And then he got Javante Williams, which I'm jealous of. He went Patrick Mahomes with number three. I didn't like that. Um, the biggest reason why I picked him is because of his picks after that with four, five, six, seven, eight. He went Mike Williams, Sutton, Mooney, Gabe Davis, and Christian Kirk. I think that's a really solid stretch of wide receivers to make up for getting a running back in the first two rounds. Uh, really rounded his team off a lot by those guys falling to him. He also then picked up Rashad Penny as his backup running back. Cole Komet. Cole Komet's going to have a good, a decent year this year. Um, Dobbs, I could give two shits less. And then here's where he really fell off is he took two defenses right away, which is a sin. But somehow, somehow, uh, at the last one of the last picks in the draft, he gets Jamison Williams somehow. I don't know how that he falls that <laughs> late. Um, but, you know, uh, Derek gets lucky like always. Um, the next pick I had here was uh, Todd Breesey. I, I didn't, I don't like his, uh, his digs pick with the 112 pick, but then he went Kamara, Montgomery, who's, who should have some decent um, production and DJ Moore, Jalen Hurts. And if uh, Montgomery doesn't have enough, then he has Damian Pierce to back him up. Um, He's got Drake London there in his flex spot and a, a rookie. Zach Hurts, I'm not a big fan of him, but he's got him in his tight end. Garrett Wilson, who is could have a big year. He's, he's a very good uh, wide receiver. He, he will be good this year. It's questionable of how much production he's going to have. Michael Carter, I like Michael Carter. Uh, having Brees Hall there is a deterrent, um, but if – Reese Hall has problems. He's a rookie. You know, Michael Carter's right there. He's he's a fine running back. Uh, Rams way too early. Uh, Jarvis, I will like, say he did not there. try to take. He got auto drafted the Rams. That did pick. he? Okay. He, something wasn't working. He was pretty pissed about it, but stupid pick. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoby Myers. I like Jacoby Myers. I I think he's a solid bench guy. When you need a guy to play wide receiver, he's gonna be just fine. After that, J.D. McKissick, Jameis Winston, Austin Hooper. I, I, I don't care for his team. I just think this this division is just so equally – the teams are so equal. Like, it was hard to pick a team out of this one. Um, How does I, Mark I know Andrews fall to the fourth? What's that? How does Mark Andrews fall to the fourth round? I, I don't know, and he kept falling, and I thought, holy shit, I might get him on get the back, back half, and he just kept falling, and even yeah. Pitts. Pitts went in the late third, and yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how they just kept Every falling. Every draft is different. It's crazy. It's just really weird how the dominoes fell in this division. Yeah. And honestly, I took I I wanted AJ Brown at the three two, and he went two picks before me. So then I kind of I didn't want another running back. I'm not a big Mike Evans guy this year. I don't want to go Jalen Waddle. I kind of forgot Pittman was still there. I thought he was taken. So looking back at it, I would have taken Pittman over Mahomes. So I took Mahomes. And part of the reason I did that is I kind of banked on somebody falling. I knew I was going all wide receivers after that. And I kind of banked on yeah. someone falling. And the fact that 
you know, Mooney Davis and Christian Kirk. I, Christian Kirk, I think, is being highly undervalued this year. He's going to be peppered with targets. So, yeah, I, agree. I got kind of lucky. I mean, maybe we'll we'll see. I, I mean, I, you didn't take Pitts. I think Cole Komet's going to be get a ton of targets this year. Right, and I couldn't believe he fell as far as he did. So I was pretty. He's been going way way earlier than I think. Like not taking Mahomes there and maybe going. I mean, if you, you love ETN, so going ETN or Fournette or James Conner there and just getting three stud running backs, like, I don't know. I know especially, yards, especially like catching running backs. So I don't right. You could have got three stud uh, running backs back to back to back and then still got Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Mooney, Gabe Davis, and Christian Kirk. That's insane. Right. Had, had I known that, I did not expect ETN to go at like what the three, six, three, right. seven. I did not expect that. And just the running backs that went right away after that. Yeah. I mean, if I could look back at it now and right. get Dak Prescott after all that, instead of my Rashad Penny, I'd do that in a heartbeat. It's just not what I did at that moment. Kind of panicked, right. but we'll you see how it all know. plays out. Right. All right. So the final division, uh, the Hanson division, the one hit wonder is Umbop. Uh, so the two guys I took is a good one hit wonder though. Yeah, it, it's still a great song. I took Tyler Timmerman and Nick Budden. God, I did not want to take those two guys. Yep. Budden. 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 Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Like Puddin. Nick. Budden. So the one thing I do did notice, uh, and I'll talk about this at the end, how we did our final rankings. We were very similar on guys that we liked. You know, the Jonathan Taylors, the Christian McCaffreys. But then also, if you could somehow in the back half get Javante Williams and Saquon Barkley, which they both did, I, I think that was, I think that's part of the reason that liked me to this two teams. So Timmerman, the one spot, got Taylor, Javante Williams, Keenan Allen. He went DK. I'm not a big fan of DK, but who knows? Maybe they just get him the ball. Antonio Gibson, I mentioned before, I didn't like him going into the draft, but I do like him now. Juju's getting a lot of praise out of camp. I mean, Mahomes today said I, he wouldn't draft a Chiefs wide receiver because it's going to be a week-to-week thing. But, you know, getting guys like Drake London, where he did, Trey Lance is his quarterback, and then Michael Gallup way down there. I think that's a heck of a team. And then Nick, CMC, Barkley, he did go Josh Allen, so I can't bash him for a quarterback there. But it ended up working out, getting Sutton, Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Rashad Bateman. Actually, this... We have a pretty similar team right there. He did go Olave, got James Cook, Rashad White, Romeo Dubs, Jamison Williams. Damn, we have really the same team. But he's got Richad and James Cook. Yeah, he's got. I'm he's pretty got, sure. I don't know how I picked like the overall rankings, but I'm just looking at this. I think I picked Nick's team to be my number one overall. I can't remember for sure, like who I picked, but I think right. that's who I picked. And I won't say who I thought the worst team was this in this division because it's a guy that I absolutely love. So, won't I won't throw him under the bus. But. I'll throw him under the bus. Can I? No, no, no. Well, All let's right. leave Tim Stokes out of this. Love you. <laughs> love you, Tim. Greatest commissioner ever. Sorry, dude. All yeah, right. So we we just broke down each division, given our top teams and some of the teams that we didn't like and why we like these teams. So what I had these guys do after they went through each division is send me the top two teams in each division. And what I did is I created a spreadsheet of all the teams that we 
felt were the top two teams in each division. So there are 20 teams and I just provided the teams. I didn't have any of the names. I, nobody knew who they were ranking. And then we had 20 teams and then we ranked these 20 teams one through 10. We took the averages and this provided our top 10 power rankings. For the most part, the top teams, we are very similar. Um, but at the end, that kind of all changed. So this is the first reveal of the top 10. These guys don't even know it. Um, so it's pretty interesting. So our first ranked team in the power rankings, Andy Richard, you were pretty darn unanimous in this. What number was he? He was team four in the spreadsheet that I sent you. So yep. Andy Richard, we had a tie for second. Nick Budin, you were tied for second. And then Eric Barsh. Of course. You were tied for second. I can already see your head growing right there, but. Before, it, does, it, it really doesn't matter. You yeah. could have told me I was last or the best team. It's what number were you, Eric? Viewpoint. What number was Eric? He was um, team 20. Seven. So our fourth rank oh, is Hillary I you and Eric's one wife. Overall, Eric. Right. Our fourth so rank team is Hillary. Two and three. We'll, we'll just say we'll bump Nick back to four. Yeah. Uh, so the husband-wife duo, luckily Hillary, you can tell Hillary did the drafting for both people. She was fourth. Devin Calvert was our fifth ranked team. Our sixth was Chris Oberender. Seventh went to myself. Eighth went to Nolan Bauer. Ninth went to Tyler Timmerman. And then we had a tie for 10th. Tyler Daugherty, is Daugherty? Am I saying that correctly? Daugherty. Daugherty. And Chris, Chris Maris rounded out the top 10. So that is your power rankings for week Just one, the top 10. Block it up. Pay everyone out. That's what it's going to be. Right. Right. Why even right. play the rest of the division, the rest of the league? Just pay everyone out. Yeah. So now I will talk about payouts here in an upcoming email. I've had a couple of people reach out to me asking about what the payouts are going to be. I was just kind of waiting to see how many teams we'd actually have in it because there was a 11th division that was trying to get in, just didn't quite happen. So uh, more to come with that. Um, but that's it for this week's episode. Pay your uh, league fees. Pay your league fees. We. I have reached out to them. They know. I think I'm down to like three guys. And nice. If you don't, if That's you don't good. get your yeah. If you don't get your league fee in by tomorrow kickoff, I am locking your team. I've made that known. I have told them. I just sent an email to them. So that is your final warning. Also, reminder to set your lineups. If you have people going tomorrow, make sure you pay attention. Otherwise, make sure you have everything set up for Sunday. Um, but tomorrow's. It's the start for some teams' journey to season three champion. Pretty exciting. Football is back. It's about darn time. College football has been about a nice start, time. but tomorrow night should definitely be a fun game with the Bills versus the Rams. Also, if you didn't notice, if you're watching live, I have a little Derek's Megable swag on right here. I got the Derek's Megable Nike hat. Um, there are a couple people that I still have to send their hats to, but I do have some hats available. $25 for a hat. If you're interested, reach out to me. I can get you the hats. I think they're pretty cool. I know you both have a hat, so it'd be nice to see some hats. I have there. a huge head and it fits my head. so Right. It is an adjustable different. meant for activity. It's one of the nice Nike dry fit hats. So 
Anyways, best of luck to all the teams out there tomorrow, except anybody that's playing me. Podcast future will be coming out. We will be recording on Tuesday nights, getting them out Wednesday mornings. So do expect that. But until then, have a great week. Good luck this week. And as a wise man once said, word to your mother. See ya. Good luck, everybody.